You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to Murder Speaks. Hope everyone's having a great week. Please don't mind my voice. Uh, it's a little bit scratchy because I have a cold. Uh. So today's real crime story is about 22-year-old Taishika Askins of Cambridge, Maryland. In 1995, Taishika met Alonza Dennis in freshman year at Cambridge South Dorchester High School. They dated through high school, and after they graduated... So you're planning to hang out with some friends or go to the gym, and you don't know what to wear, and you're so bored of all of your clothes. This is why Crystal Kiss offers a wicked selection of true crime merch to bring your wardrobe to life. From hoodies, leggings, and t-shirts to joggers, crop tops, and tank tops, Crystal Kiss has you covered. Make a fashion statement with Crystal Kiss. Check out crystalkiss.com today. Taishika worked as a nursing assistant at a nursing home. Now, two years after they graduated, Taishika got pregnant. Her son was born March 31st, 2002 and they named him Troy. Now Tashika moved into her own apartment. She was so happy because it was her own place. After nine years together, Tashika and Alonza broke up. Tashika had primary custody of Troy but Alonza had visitation rights. On June 7th, 2004, around 1 p.m., Tashika's neighbor saw Alonza in the hallway of their apartment building and he was yelling, Oh no! Oh no! Tashika Askins was found dead on the bedroom floor with a pillow on her head. Detectives processed the scene, and they noticed there was a juice container left on the counter, but the lid was lying on the floor. There was no glass or anything. Now, Tashika was a neat person. She would never have left a juice container open sitting on the counter, and she would never drink out of the container, and she would never let anyone else do that either. Now, there were signs of a struggle in the bedroom. Tashika was badly beaten. Now, according to the medical examiner, Tashika sustained injuries to her head, neck, and torso, and the cause of death was strangulation and blunt force injuries. Now, there was evidence that Tashika fought her aggressor, but there was no evidence of sexual relations or any consumption of drugs or alcohol in her system. Now, her hands were bagged because it was most likely DNA found under her fingernails. Time of death was between 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. Now, naturally, the police talked to Alonza. He was the one that called 911. He told police that he got up around 7 a.m. that day and took his son to Tashika's apartment to go see her. Now, when he got there, the door was a little ajar, so he pushed it open. Now, when he saw Tashika's body, he ran out of the apartment and called the police. That was smart. And he gave the police a DNA sample. Now, apparently, Tashika was seeing somebody. They were together for a short time. If you're looking for true crime merch with a great fit and feel, look no further. Crystal Kiss has a wide selection of clothes to brighten up your wardrobe. I like to wear clothes that make a fashion statement and says something about me. Like, our true crime and chocolate design describes me very well. I love chocolate and I love watching true crime, so they go hand in hand. Our hoodies are so soft and can be paired with one of our true crime joggers to make a super comfy outfit. Our true crime t-shirts fits true to size and last several washes. For our night out, throw on a pair of heels with one of our true crime leggings and a crop top. Whatever you're doing, Crystal Kiss has you covered. 
You people in the U.S. get free shipping when you order three or more items. You can also use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% off your entire order. Check out our wicked selection of True Crime merch today at crystalkiss.com. The last time he saw Tashika was June 5th, and she was supposed to call him, but she never did. He called her and left messages, and the next morning he texted her, but that was it. The police confirmed his alibi, so he was ruled out. So the police canvassed the area to see if anybody saw anything or heard anything. And apparently, Tashika was seen arguing with somebody that night in the parking lot. Hmm. And he was in a tan car. So the police spoke to Alonzo's girlfriend, and she told police that he was in bed with her all night. And apparently, she woke up suddenly around 4.30 in the morning, but Alonzo was still in bed with her. So Alonzo submitted his fingerprints to the police to compare to the fingerprints found at the scene. Two separate fingerprints were found from the juice container, but there were no matches. Now police received a tip that Alonzo was covered in scratches. And when the police asked him where he got those scratches, he had no explanation. And on the 911 call, he was acting like he didn't know where he was. But it's his baby mother, and he's been in a relationship with her a long time, so he knows where she lives. So right then and there, I thought for sure that it was him. And the police found that suspicious as well. And on the night of the murder, Alonzo switched cars with his cousin, so he was driving a tan vehicle, which is probably the vehicle that was seen when Tashika was arguing with that person in the car. However, it turns out the DNA under Tashika's fingernails did not belong to Alonzo. So he was released and all the charges were dropped. Now on September 14th, 2005, a guy by the name of Richard Blanks applied for a job and he had to get fingerprints. And his fingerprints matched the fingerprints found at the scene. So the police questioned him and asked him for a DNA sample. And he refused. He demanded to see a lawyer. Now after he spoke to a lawyer, he ended up giving the DNA sample. And his DNA matched the DNA found under Tashika's fingernails and on her shirt. During the trial, he testified that yes, he was in Tashika's apartment. But they never had sex. They only had oral sex. And after they were done, he claimed that he poured himself a glass of juice. And when he left, he took the glass with him because he was in a hurry to see the NBA finals. Boy, bye. Now, the police contacted Richard's girlfriend. Apparently, she broke up with him. And according to his phone records, he attempted to reach his girlfriend the night of the murder. He went to Tashika's apartment looking for his girlfriend because she and his girlfriend were friends. And she let him in and then he killed her. Maybe because he wanted to know where his girlfriend was and maybe Tashika wasn't giving him that information. Who knows, we weren't there. But for some reason, they got into an altercation and he killed her. Richard Blanks was convicted of first degree murder and first degree assault and was sentenced to life in prison. That is just awful. I feel so bad for her son. What a shame. Richard Blanks is exactly where he needs to be. And for everybody out there who knew Toshika Eskins, I'm very sorry for your loss. I mean, from the jump, I thought it was Alonza. Just because of all everything that was happening, I thought it was him. Goes to show, don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. I hope you enjoyed it. Please like and subscribe. And if you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. Check out my store, crystalkiss.com, for some murder merch. I left the link down below. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of my videos. Also, check out my other YouTube channel, Wendy Podcaster ASMR. Again, I left the link down below. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Thanks. Bye.